This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Season and to draw a line under the last 10 years, 10 years, right? 10 years... Okay, and we start again and we go again, right? But I tell you what, this season has got to be different. Tom, what do you reckon? I think there's no danger that it it has to change. Normally, at least we have the drama of last day by getting a result that saves us. This time we have to wait, rely on Charlton losing. Um, Rely on Charlton Athletic losing is an embarrassment. Sorry, but it really is. I think that the, the big mistake for me is that I think when lockdown started, I think Maybe some people at the club thought they were home and dry. That's why players were let go. Players like Magoma, David, they were all let go. That would have given us a little bit of options on the bench that I think were sadly lacking when we were not getting results. So I think there's a, a, it, caught us a, it caught everybody out a little bit. You know, everybody thought we were OK. And I did. If I'm truthful with you, when lockdown came, I thought we'd be OK. I didn't think but lockdown, be okay. lockdown also happened for everybody else as well, Tom. Yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. Um, but, you know, not everybody let the uh, experienced players go. Not everybody mm. had a, a situation where the manager would turn around, look at his bench and see a load of kids there. No. This manager no. has to be allowed to manage. He has to be allowed to do the job. He is capable of doing the job and he has to have the reins and the, uh, and the, and the, and the funds and the finances and everything else to be able to do his job correctly. And I do believe, I do believe that we'll be a different side next year. Paul? Well, I don't know whether, I, I still don't believe the club are going to spend fortunes. I really Not don't. a fortune, Tom, no, but... Because, well, where's firstly, firstly, they've had no revenue coming in. And I'm sure there'll be a situation where they'll owe some of the sponsors money. Yeah. For, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, because the shirt game, the, the games have been on TV, so maybe not. But they've not had any revenue um, they've already had problems with the EFL and FFP. I don't think there'll be big, big bucks to spend. I think, I, as I see it, I think they'll go young. And he does have a, a, a reputation for young players, correct? Mm-hmm. It's whether we've got enough of them. Well, there, there is that. I know young Joe. Is, is Joe still with us, Tom, do you know? Yes, he is, I believe. OK, right, OK. I, I, was, I was a little bit unsure. Did, to you, be not, did, you, not find, did you not find... Listen... I'm a massive fan of Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Great talent, right? But did Lovely you find well. it embarrassing that yes. instead of using him like Trevor, in, out, put him on the bench, all that stuff, yeah. we send him out to save the day for us, a 16-year-old yeah. yeah. kid? 
Yeah. Yeah. Goodness sake. Yeah. Is that what we're about? It must be absolutely astounding. And the, <clears> and the thing and the thing is he probably did. Well he did. So yeah. what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on retiring? Well, Hogan seven in fourteen did a lot. Yes, him. he did, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Just want to ask Go Tom, on. what's your thoughts on retiring Jude's shirt? Nonsense. Absolutely I'm embarrassed. Nonsense yes, yeah. the word, Tom. God I'm embarrassed. Bless I don't think ridiculous. I've sworn on this show in 10 years and I'm almost about to. What a ridiculous situation. It's not the kids' fault. No, no, no. of course not. Do with the 100% not. But that may be we've retired the shirt because he got them 20 odd million. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It might be because he might save the day financially, but we haven't retired Trevor Francis's shirt or, or Dugat. We haven't. It's a nonsense. It's an absolute nonsense. And Embarrassing for my club, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right, yeah, Mark. I agree with that, yeah. Mark, was Hello. you embarrassed? I was embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, like Chris. I say, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I live over here in Coventry, and uh, they've been ribbing me non-stop. You know, <laughs> it, it is an embarrassment. <laughs> Chris, was you embarrassed? Oh, very, I'm afraid. Yeah. Paul, yeah. was you embarrassed? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it was to be honest. Yeah. And I was embarrassed, and Tom was embarrassed. So that's one hundred percent of us that are embarrassed, right? Yeah, retiring a shirt. No, no, no. Let's see the number twenty-two, and let's see the next, the next starlet coming through it. Why ever not? Yeah. Give it to a kid and say, "Listen, the last person to wear this, you've got a playing at Dortmund." Yeah, that's a great. Not. Right. Oh, that's Tom, right, yeah. oh, crikey! Yes. However. Yes. I I did go past the stadium the other day and I saw the mu the mural on the wall and that's quite impressive, I must say, in the flesh. Which is look, He looks fantastic, yeah, apart from bit, like bit, bit with Trevor. I think that looks a bit silly. Mm. Looks like his nan. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've seen <laughs> pictures on Facebook. But, you know, the kid was a superb player who will get better. Yeah, he was. And I think he can be anything in the game he wants. However, yeah. he played a handful of games in the Championship. And, and again, not and to be fair, he's done the club a great service, you know, the money that's come in, because without it, of we would have been struggling. And, yeah, and we Tom, just... we have to reiterate that we're not knocking the kid, right? No, he's we're one not. of the most exciting youngsters I've seen of Bruce for a long time. And I can't yeah. see what Bruce e. Dortmund can do with him. Mm. I wish we I wish well. we'd kept him. Yeah, I but we can't, we can't, we can't in that situation, him. are we? No, that's the point. So how do we get in that situation where... We're the ones picking out youngsters from places instead of them picking us. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Well, unless we get some rich Arab owners, then I'm afraid we're a billion miles away from it. And that's it. Mm. Mm. It's a great story. It's a great story for our academy. Obviously, he's been there since seven years of age for 10 years. And yeah. he's obviously developed through all the, all the different age groups and into the, you know, onto the big stage and, and, and really made a name for himself. So that's saying, you know, his, family, his family wanted and were absolutely adamant in the negotiations with Dortmund, the Birmingham City had to be recompensed for, for the yeah. work they put in with him. That's that was a credit class, that to was... him and his family. That's class. Yeah. Yeah, class. Sad, isn't it? Second biggest city in the country we are, and we can't keep hold of a 17-year-old. Yeah. 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 I don't he's think any a good club, though, you know. He's going to a great club. Yeah. I think any chance... Martin should... Ward, Martin, sorry, I'm, I'm going to interrupt there, because Martin Ward has just asked a question. Is Job any good? Martin, have a look at him on YouTube. My goodness gracious me. He is actually, I think, even better than his brother. Yeah, he's, yeah. He looks less. Wow. Mark, he was about to say something, Mark. No, I was just going to say, um, the, does anyone know if the... I was under the impression the whole family were going over, but it is just um, Jude. Is that right? Hmm. I've no Good idea. Question. 
Good question. No idea. Good question. Make sure he says keep right on the from the USA. There won't be enough money for him to join an MP. Nice one. Yeah. Okay. And according to Pete Taylor, as far as um, you know, any kind of buyout goes, the Blues clean has heard a rumour about Shake and Vac coming in. Quality, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. super. Oh well. <laughs> like a so um, sorry, I'm just going to say, what's everyone's thoughts then on Ito Karanka? Um, a pretty impressive appointment, in my opinion. Um, like you say, if he's able to do the job to be the best of his ability, I don't think he would have accepted the job. Had that not been the case, so let's hope that that can last, and you know it lasts, and, and you know we've got a bit of stability now over the next few years. He usually works on three-year projects, doesn't it? Mm. He always agreed, Paul. Right, and that's why I said right at the beginning is is that he's got to be given the range, and he's got to be given that responsibility, and he's got to be left alone. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, they, they, the the standard thing is three years, but I think this day and age that doesn't really exist, does it? I no. mean, ideally he would, but you don't get that these days, do you? No, no, but that's what we I mean, need. Said, though, Mark. We need that now, though, don't we? We need. We do need it. Yeah, we do. But yeah, yeah. I'll say, I mean, I, I was joking in the week. I was joking on um, on the on the, the page. I said I'd do a Alan Pardew dance if he lasted six months. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I think that you know, one thing I'm going to be is try to be positive about it because he's a better appointment than I thought we'd get. Yeah, yes. yeah. considering but, the state of it, yeah. But get it, and, and full full credit to Dong for persevering and persuading him to sign. But that's yeah. step one. That's only step one. Step exactly. Two, step two, and that's the important thing. Step two is making sure that he gets the job that he was interviewed for. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you get you interview and you pick up. You got and you the job you were in. So, dog has to make sure that he because this is not a man who will hang around if anything isn't right. If the project. He left Forest, and his words were, the project changed. They were, they were just outside the playoffs, I think, not far off the playoffs anyway. They were seventh, weren't they, yeah? He said, um, um, the project has changed. He left Middlesbrough because he wouldn't put up with things. Now, I mean, was he sacked? It was mutual consent. Some, think, some papers in the North East said he, he quit. Others say he was sacked. I don't know. But what he does know is he, 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 is no, he doesn't worry about upsetting people. He's a strong... Highly principled man, mm. and if he doesn't believe he's got the job that he was interviewed for, he'll be down the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah. say that doesn't happen because I tell you what, this club will probably go into well meltdown. To be honest yeah. with you, because we've got an opportunity, we've got a window now, an opportunity for the first time in a long time. You know, and I know about Rowett, and I know about like the others that have been, and Harry, and one thing or another. But let's get this stability back. This is Birmingham City. We just need to be stable, stable. under control, well-managed, organised, and fight for that badge on the shirt. Stable's one thing, and stability is important. But, you know, yeah. our fans are crying out. The blue noses, and I use that word because I love it, yeah. are crying <laughs> out for football credibility and pride. We're desperate, Tom. Yeah. We're desperate for it. I think Second our... city in the country. Uh, I think I think we want our identity back. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Like we lost our identity big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the players that we saw towards the end of last season that looked a little bit lost out there, you know, with a bit more leadership and guidance, and they'll get a lot more obviously with this guy in charge. Um, they'll look a bit reborn again, like they did when we went from Cottrell to Monk before, if you remember. 
I think no, he's we, 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 we were a different team with more or less the same players, weren't we, back then? I think he's more like Gary Rowett than anybody yeah. else. It, the way I'm on a bad style of play. Yeah, 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 yeah. defensive, yeah. It'll counter-attacking, which I find a little bit ironic that we spent a long time telling everybody we were getting rid of that and playing the passing game and all the rest of it. Now we've reverted to getting to, to understand getting a manager who understands the importance of success, whichever way yeah. you have to do it. I think the biggest thing for me, any success will be as much to do with the relationship he has with Dong as it has with any player. It's always yes. about Dong and his relationship, but there's, a, there's always that little thing in the back of my mind. The owners in China, I think, because we often give Dong a lot of stick and sometimes he deserves it. But I wonder how often the people in China are telling him what to do. Mm. Yeah. And we don't even know. I, 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 I wouldn't know Paul Swell if I fell over him. <laughs> we don't know what he looks like, do we? Uh, we do know what he looks like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, I just hope that because it was off and on and off and on, they've obviously come to some agreement. And I think that's probably been more to do with Karanka's demands than anything else. Yeah. So if they've agreed them demands, they've got to make sure they stick to them. Stick yeah. to them. Give this man a chance. He'll take time. And this is what, I, you know, Blues fans hate it. I hate it. Time and patience. But he needs time. His first season, half, three quarters of a season, whatever it was, at uh, Middlesbrough, it was, he was getting them consolidated. Second year, yeah. playoffs, final. Third year, promotion. We've got to give him time. Yeah. You know? And that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest, Tom, with respect to like Nigel Clough and Lee Bowyer, I'd have been a bit disappointed if I'd have seen them sat there. I think we got the, the best man for the job. I thought it was going to be one of those. Did you? Well, of yeah, that quality. I but I think to get this man who's, who's worked with Mourinho, he's been assistant yeah. manager at Real Madrid, he's <laughs> won the Champions League as a player. You know, the guy's credentials are excellent. He's got a team what an opportunity. What an opportunity. Right, I can't find the gentleman's name. Um, I'll, I'll try and find that in a second, Tom. But um, one of Ellis's has, has asked what you think of Dong Ren. Um, if, do you want the, here's the truth. I don't yeah. know him well enough to form an opinion. Right, OK. He's, he's, the one thing I do, there's, there's a, a few things. Whenever I've met him, he's been absolutely charming. Charming. That's not the issue to me. What I think is, I think Dong's biggest problem is the wall of silence. Yeah. I know Blues fans like you do. Come out and talk to us. Come and tell us. Come and tell us you've got a problem. We'll back you. Come on here and tell us. We'll do whatever, yeah. but talk on here to and the tell fans. Us. And, and that's the biggest thing. Talk to the fans. It's this continued wall of silence about everything. But isn't, isn't that the Chinese way, though, Tom? Isn't that the way... They do yeah, things. With all, with all due respect, if we were in the Chinese league, I'd agree with you. We're in the EFL. Yeah. Yes, absolutely yeah. right. Well said. Yeah. So maybe it's education yeah. that. Yeah. Tom, you yeah. obviously, cover, Tom, you cover all clubs obviously all over the Midlands. Is it yeah. the same with West Brom and, and and their Chinese owners, for example, and Wolves? Well, well, it's quite well. Wolves are different because the owners leave it all pretty much the formation of the squad to Jorge uh, Mendes and the super agent and. The head coach, I think, yeah. all the ones that do everything, to be fair. West Nuno. Brom, it's quite interesting, because the chief executives quit today, Mark Jenkins, and yeah. they put the, yeah. the, the guy who's the director, the Chinese guy, has now taken over as chief executive. 
So I'd be interested to see how, because he will have a director link, a more direct link to the Chinese owners than perhaps Mark did. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what happens there. But, yeah. you know, that, that it is a different culture. And I accept the different culture, different ways, yes. different cultures. But when you move to when you move to another country, you have to adapt to their cultures as well. Mate, so much common yeah. sense, Tom. So much Rather common sense. Tom, I'm surprised you're not a world-renowned commentator, mate. I'll be honest with you. I can't go to Spain. <laughs> I, I can't go to Spain and tell and and say, well, we don't do it in England. I have uh, to abide by what they do and their rules. Here, I think people have to try to do the same and. That is the sadness. I worry as well, if I'm honest, all the trouble that's going on in Hong Kong, you know, it is difficult to get money out. That's a massive problem yeah. for all clubs. Mm-hmm. Money out of China. Mm-hmm. Big, big problem. So I don't know how big of a problem that's going to be for us to get any money. I don't think we've spent as, in my opinion, I don't think we've spent as much as some people think. I think if you work, you go on transfermarket.co.uk, you can see all the ins and outs over the last five five years. And I think you'll probably find it balances out pretty even. Yeah, well, especially with Chad Adams and, and now Jude's sales yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, absolutely. But the club still owes 90-odd million <laughs> to the old, to the uh, international BAI, BIA, whatever it's called now, Birmingham International Holdings, whatever they call it. Yeah. It was interesting that Al Magier mentioned um, that... They have now bought two other businesses. Mm. Now, this is just this is just me thinking outside the box. The reason they never sold blues was because they needed the listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Yeah. Now they've got other businesses in Birmingham International Holdings making money. Does that does that make us maybe a bit more saleable? I don't know. If they make if they if they bought two businesses, Tom, that that, that does mean that there is investment there. Yeah. Profitable businesses, by the way, they bought. Sorry, they bought profitable businesses, and I think they said that they bought them because Birmingham City was hemorrhaging money, right? Mm. As do all clubs at the moment. Well, interesting story, anyway. Darren Swift wants to know, Tom, should Karanka go in for Britessa Belonga? I don't listen. I it, there's always this, isn't it? When a manager comes, they think, Who did he have before? Yeah. Sam Belonga, I, I covered. Forest a few times against all clubs and for talk sport and and he was definitely he's a handful and if you're going to play with one up front that's the sort of one you want but I think I think to be fair we've seen Jukovic can do that and I think he got more goals than Asam Balonga didn't he? Can we also now just say um, thank you to Lee Camp for all his services and uh, some of those wonderful saves that he pulled off we know that uh, he struggled to get the Blues fans on his side but you know well, what? Some, some, some for him, I don't think we'd have survived this season. So thank you, Lee Camp. Lee Camp. Goalkeeping Marmite. Listen, he yeah. made he saved us more points than he cost us, in my opinion. Yeah, overall, I think you're right, Tom. Yeah. And and yeah. for what cost for what he cost, he's been a colossus, really, hasn't he? For the money. Nobody when you look ever, at what it cost us. Absolutely spot on. Yeah. But nobody ever when they talk about a goalkeeper, nobody ever says what's happening in front of him. No. Yeah. No, no, no. You've got to have a look at what's happening in front of him as well, by the way. Yeah. I mean, look at De Gea. How much yeah. did he cost? The greatest exactly. goalkeeper in the world, and he's making some right howlers at the moment. Yeah. yeah. It can happen. I just think, and some of the mistakes, I mean, when he drops one, Lee Camp, it's a, it's a pearler, isn't it? It's, it's a howler. A pearler. Absolute howler. 
you know, a right howler. So, but on the other hand, he makes great saves. Mm-hmm. He no, saves me just. I mean, some of them saves he pulled off last season. Oh my God, they were like pretty much world class. Some of them. Oh, some mm. of them world is yeah. yeah. I do mm. think I think he gets he, he's had some unfair press. Some of the criticism has been justified, but some of it I think. They got it in their mind that whatever he did, they didn't want him, and that's sad. Yeah, I think some. To be honest, I think some fans are a bit stubborn. I mean, I'm, hand on heart, I wasn't his biggest fan at first, but fair play to him. You know, he made yeah, sure people. That's a win me round as well, Mark. To be fair, I'm just um, like you, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Fair yeah. play to him, and I ended up liking him in the end. Mark Yates is making a good point here live. He's oh, just said, you. Hey, you horrible man. I was just going to go for that one. Mark Yates, do you remember last week? Yeah, <laughs> last week. Yeah, Mark Yates is just saying that Camp's save at 1-0 against Charlton was pivotal to survival. Absolutely. Obviously, if we, go two, if we go two down there, it's game of the season. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Well made. Well made, Mark. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. And Brian Johnson says, come on, there's some camp, uh, some of camp camps were clangers. They were, and we've just said that. But you know what? Like that, like that one he pulled off at Watford. If it wasn't for that save, we wouldn't be in this division today. Listen, okay. let, me tell you, let me tell you, for me, who's been around a long time, right? Mm. Jim Herriot, Andy mm. Gosney. There are keepers, I can tell you, that are far worse than, than this man. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, Andy we've Gosney. Go was... We've got to go back some, though, haven't we, to get those keepers? Because uh, we've been spoiled over the last 25 some years. Great keepers. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Art, oh, Butland, yeah. great keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mike Taylor, obviously, we had on the other week as well. But um, mm. flipping the coin, though, I've got to say, if we are ambitious and we do want to try and compete at the top end of the table, we do need, you know, to upgrade in that position, don't we? I think we upgrade in a lot of positions. I see fans saying, get the right manager, he can make this team can get us into the Premier League. I don't believe it. I don't mm. think. Can you, Jordan, has has bring back Joe Hart. you have Joe Hart back, Tom? I would. I thought Joe Hart was a great keeper for us. He was superb. Me too. I'd have, superb, yeah. I'd have him back tomorrow, yeah. Uh, how old is he, by the way? Anybody? 134, isn't it? 30, 33, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, and it? A goalkeeper in age, that's nothing. That's nothing. No, that's yeah. nice, no, no. But I wouldn't... And, then, and also, as well, Clark Salter and Hogan have gone back to their loan clubs as well, haven't they? To their, to their parental yeah. clubs. Yeah. I don't... Yes. I, I, again, they would have been very expensive wages for Hogan. Yeah. And Salter at Chelsea... Could we have afforded them? That's the big question. Yeah. Mm. That's the big question. Maybe the manager says he doesn't want them because the one thing I don't think Hogan can do is play the single man up front. No. Because I remember at Middlesbrough, do you remember he had Patrick Bamford at Middlesbrough? Yeah. Yeah. And he wouldn't play him. And he wouldn't play him because he couldn't play the one up front role. Yeah. Mm. I think think that's the, that's probably the, 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 the reason Hogan might not be here. But I think mm. Jukovic, who I, I like Jukovic, he gets goals. Nobody works harder than the kid. And I just think he could play that single, that role. Whether the manager fancies him, I don't know. But he can play it, that's for sure. Well, he, he, he binned him off at Middlesbrough, didn't he, Tom? That's the other thing. <laughs> that's, I mean, if you're, if you're Juki and you see him walk through the door, what are you going to think? You know, yeah, he wasn't getting 15 goals at Middlesbrough. No, yeah. that's very true. I think no. out, the two, out, of, out of Hogan and Clark Salter, I'd like to keep Clark Salter if we had the choice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah. I think I he's think got finance a... is going to dictate what we do, mate. I, I still believe yeah. finance is going to dictate what we do. Yeah, yeah. You're looking. I at... think we've got to. Look... Oh, sorry, sorry I think we. I think we just got to be. Re... I mean, uh, I think we just got to be realistic. I mean, everyone's talking about the playoffs. I know. I get it. It's exciting. We have got a new manager, but I'll be happy with top ten. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mark, I, I agree. Look, we've got to be realistic. And I think every Birmingham City fan has got to take a little step backwards from this great announcement of the manager and, and absolutely understand what we are and where we are at this present point in time, right? Not a great deal has changed apart from Hogan's gone, Bellingham's gone, Camp's gone. Um, <laughs> it's now all about... It's now it's got to be now all about what comes in, and it's got they've got to be quality players who are going to work for the shirt and work for each other. You That's know, right. you know as well as anybody, whatever it is, whether you're buying furniture, you're booking a holiday, or you're buying footballers, quality costs money. Absolutely, yep. you get yep. what you pay. Absolutely, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I, I still believe we'll go very young next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to have a transitional season, aren't we? You know, we're gonna be in transition for a season. He's yeah. not gonna get. He's not gonna be able to buy the whole team all in one transfer window. It's gonna take him a few windows to build it, isn't it? I wonder whether I, I actually wonder whether many clubs will spend. A, I'm, I'm ignoring the Man Cities of this world. But yeah. I, don't, I wonder whether many clubs will spend a lot of money with mm. no revenue coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with what's going on, yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be very difficult. Remember the, the the lockdown and the closed doors. Nobody, and I don't care who they are, nobody thought that day would come. No, they all got themselves hopped into to debt, buying players and all the rest of it. Remember, on, on the assumption that next year's TV money will pay for what we're doing this year and all that, nobody, but nobody thought the rainy day would come. They never put money aside for a rainy day. They never thought it would come. It came and caught them all out. That's why they're all screaming, we've got no money, we're in trouble. Mm. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think... The one thing I do think will happen after this COVID is I think the game as we know it will change. Mm. I think it has to, Tom. Yeah. Mm. For the better, hopefully. Mm. Yeah. Good, right. good, 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 point, good, good point coming in here from Steve Portman. Um, tell Brentford that they spent very little and got quality in. Yeah. So you can, it can be done on a small budget. Like, I mean, look it can at be Brentford, in the championship, yeah. Yeah, it can be done. I mean, look, look at Bournemouth in the year. I mean, Bournemouth did it, didn't they? Yeah. Burnley, Bournemouth. Huddersfield. Huddersfield, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it can, can be, be done. You, you don't need to splash the cash in the championship. You can, they've look, proved they can do it. Look you, need United, Mark. you need commitment. You need commitment. You need guile. You need, you need spirit. Yeah. You need inspiration. You need to be focused. You need to want to play for the team that you're playing for. You want to play for the badge that's on the shirt, right? And yeah. every single supporter that comes through those turnstiles deserves it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's mm, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've almost finished my inspirational speaking for the year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh good. <laughs> well, Sheffield United, another good example, isn't it, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Anderson just said, um, it's all about confidence and momentum in this yeah. league. Yeah. I'll just say something. Mm. The amount of money spent by Brentford, 31.1 million. Is that right, Tom? Bloody hell. Yeah. They did get a lot of money in, yeah. but the but what I'm saying is the players on the pitch that they have there cost them 31 million. They recouped a lot of it by selling players, but you have to look at the value of the players on the pitch that they bought, and that's 31.19 million last year. Wow, that's that's nothing in football terms, is it? No, no, no. It's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of money to me, mate. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of money that is, yeah. That's a full yeah. back in Premier League. Except for nine quid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, Ollie Watkins, they spent 10, 11 million on the centre forward. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't realise it was that much. Is that Barami as well? Was he a lot of money as well? I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you just bear with me. Barami, he cost uh, nearly 10 million, 9.45 million. Wow. So that's money well spent on them too, isn't it? Straight away. But but there is a fallacy. You know, they find them. What they do very well is they spend a lot of money, but they recoup a lot of money. So when they buy players, this is their owners play this money ball system, don't they? So when they buy players, they buy nobody who doesn't have a resale value. Probably more than you paid for him. And that's how they do it. So it isn't that they get players cheap and play ever so well. They pay a lot of money for players, but they finance the, they finance the buying of players by selling players. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. But the value yeah. of that team on the pitch is over 30 million. Mm. Wow. It's mm. incredible. Interesting. Uh, well, I think we've... Transfermarket.co.uk if you want to check all the things. Which one? Say again, Transfermarket.co.uk Oh, Tom, I thought it was all in your head. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like like I said, Lily, we've got to we've got to now once again forget last season. Right, it's done, it's finished, it's gone. We're still in the championship. Now we've got to move on, right? And the time to move on is Tom. You've got a funny story about Kate Wright, Tom. Oh yeah, go on. Well, it, yeah, it's interesting. Now, for those of a generation will remember that. They used to have, in the cup final, it was a great day in the cup final. They had a form in the middle of the pitch with a man in the water <coughs> conducting the community singing. Abide with me and all that sort of stuff. And the Daily Express always put out a, uh, a song sheet, which was handed out to everybody coming in. Yep. And in 1957, Aston Villa beat Manchester United 2-0. <coughs> Peter McFarlane scored twice. But in the pre-singing, all the Villa fans sang Kicked On to the End of the Road. It was one of the songs on the song sheet. Oh, so you've got 25,000 uh, Villa fans singing Kicked Right On. Quality. Oh, somebody recorded that. I've tried, to find, I've tried to find a recording and can't. <laughs> that just be strange. That knows this information or anybody else that's got a recording of this so that we can just laugh our socks off all summer long. <laughs> if you've got a recording of that, you it are very, very fair, much. Though, it, was only, it was only like a year after Blues had adopted it, if you like. But still. Wow. That'd be, like watching, that'd be like watching Blur sing an Oasis song, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Or the Beatles singing the Stones. Yeah, that'd be right. <laughs> well, I've, got, I've actually got, and I will text it to you, I've actually got a copy of the song sheet, and and I will I will text it to you so you can see I'm telling the truth. Oh, yes, please. Thank you very much. I'll get that framed. Well, not, that we, not, we, not that we would doubt your uh, your your truthfulness, Tom. Not for one specific moment, dear boy. Yeah. Should we come on Don't to our you, viewers' you, questions of the week? Go on, then. Paul. Shall, shall I come on to some of our viewers' questions? Yes, the please. Week? Help yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. Yes. Go so, for Tom, it. what we do, what 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 we do is we just put on the page, you know, any questions for you from our viewers. So, uh, got a few questions for you off our viewers. So, the first one is Tom. Stephen Gill's asking, what was your first game? What was your first Blues game? I'll never forget. 1956, April, West Brom, and Blues won 2-1 at St Andrews. It was for my birthday, my dad took me. And I went there knowing that Blues were in the cup final. I didn't go, but I, I knew they were in the cup final. And they were sixth in the old first division at the top flight. 
And I thought, this is the club for me. Nah, Little did I know. <laughs> but that was my <laughs> first game. And it, and he took me, because he used to stand on the, uh, what is now the cop, the, the walk up Emmeline Street, up the steps, and then down to the front by the wall. And to see, and as Bobby Robson so eloquently put it, you see that, your first time you see that grass, that green, you fall in love with it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Eric Bullock's asking, what's the best question note you've hosted? So, you know, the forums, obviously, that you do. What's your favourite one you've ever done? For Blues or any club? I'd say Blues, yeah, Blues. Ooh. For Blues. Um, Where's Carson Young? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did. I, I, I remember doing um, a, a forum with David Gold and Karen Brady. I think it might have been at the Land Rover Sports and Social Club. It was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. No, and David Sullivan, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Rover Sports and Social Club, Tessel Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> we had. They had, they, they had 700 people in there, and the guy said to me, they had another 3,000 requests for tickets. Oh, wow. It was going, stunning. I remember going to one with you at the Sedgemere with Barry Fry and Liam Daich in about oh, yeah. 90. Yeah, I remember that one. I was at yeah. that one in about 95, I think that was. We've done a few uh, at the Sedgemere. They're yeah. great, great people there, you know. I've had some great fun at the Sedgemere. Real blue nose place. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, that was really good fun. But they're good. Yeah. Barry Tom. Fry, he can't help himself. I, Barry Fry just brings the play. He does to question and answer things the same way he did to the club. He gives <laughs> the place a lift, and everybody's yeah. singing "Keep Right On," and you're thinking, "What am I doing?" But he gets yeah. you at it. And he got the yeah. players at it, didn't he? He got yeah. the players at it. He gets everybody at it. Just absolutely brilliant. I I love the guy. He, he came to my wedding a few years ago. And he lit the place up there. To be fair, He's brilliant just bloke. Just a top man. Mark, yeah. Mark, you wanted to come in. Mark, <clears throat> Mark. Oh, so, I was going to say, uh, Tom. You know, you going back to the uh, the Karen Brady one. Was that not long after they took over? It wasn't long after they took over. Correct. I, mean, I think I remember that one. Yeah, remember listening to that on, on, on the radio. Yeah, that was a good one. And for, yeah. uh, David Sullivan didn't do anything else. He's never done one since. No. Oh, wow. We might as well do both. So what would you say was your favourite one in, in, in football as a whole? I did one. <laughs> I did one um, last year. It's, it's for West Brom, to be fair, for, to celebrate their great escape. Okay. Paul Robinson, Jeff Horsfield, Jonathan Greening and Andy Johnson. How we weren't all arrested, I have no idea. <laughs> it was the night, uh, the fans, there was tears streaming down their faces. They were absolutely hysterics. It yeah. was just a wonderful night. To be fair, it's something I love doing. I've loved doing all the forums on, on radio. When they're not on radio, they're a bit more freer and you can have a bit more fun. But I've loved doing them all. I mean, every manager's done them and they've been absolutely brilliant. I do them for the former Players Association. And we uh -huh. did one recently for Strikers Night, and that was fantastic. John Gale, from all the eras, we got on, on stage from different eras, the Strikers. Yeah. From each era, we'd have a couple of Strikers talking, even back to the 40s. 
we had the guy of uh, Jackie Lane from the 40s and 50s. So wow. we had all eras covered. And, and it was great. And like the banter was just amazing. John Gale. Because John Gale, let me tell you, John Gale doesn't, doesn't believe it. But when we went to the, the, the uh, Lane and Daff final, we were, and I travelled with the team, I've told all the stories before, but training, yeah, yeah. training, he could not his hit a cow's backside with a banjo. There was a big <laughs> wall, and he kept smashing the wall over. In the end, the players made him go and get the ball back. Now, he said on that night, the question answer, it's a lie, that never happened. I found a photograph of him climbing back over the wall with the balls in his hand. So he couldn't hit anything. But I tell you what, on the day, did he just? Yeah. Did he just? What a moment, Tom. What a moment. What a moment to be a Birmingham City fan that was. That, that, it's a lay oh, and death, for God's sake. But who cares? We have 50,000 people there. Yeah. And it was the most amazing. I've got to tell you, in terms of memories for me, I travelled on the coach from the, from the, the college and as we turned up Wembley Way, which was the last time a coach was allowed to travel up Wembley Way, we turned up Wembley Way, the sea of blue and white. That was incredible. Tears yeah. to your eyes, mate. It was Sorry. so emotional to turn and just see that sea of blue and white. Yeah. I'll never forget it. I put a picture of it in my book, and it's something I'll never, ever forget. No, nope. I was doing live commentary um, back to BRMB as I turned up there, and, and I just welled up. It was just so emotional. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, Daniel Jordan's asked Tom, "Can you please say ding dong derby as he misses those days? It's going to be a while till we get To be fair, the ding dong derbies were brilliant. Some, to be fair, had more ding than dong. <laughs> we don't want any more dongs. <laughs> oh, controversial. Was controversial. <laughs> yeah, but I love, the, I love derby games, and I tried to make them fair, so I'd always have a pundit from each club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That ensured it was fair. But I, yeah. I love doing Blues Villa games. But I loved yeah. I doing them at Villa Park. Mm. I loved the, the Blues fans, the noise they made from from that corner. They were just amazing. Yeah. And, and yeah. as a fan, I'd been to Villa Park in the 60s, 70s, and stood in, in, in the North End and got soaking wet because they had no cover on the stand there, soaking wet watching Blues beat them. You know, yeah. just, just tremendous, tremendous derby games. I love it. And for me, I mean, I'm a massive, massive football fan, but Blues Villa, Villa Blues is always special to me. I'm, I can't sleep for a week. No, no, no. No, no mate, I'll I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, it's the first thing, you know, you're waiting for those fixtures to come out, aren't you? And like, you don't, you're not interested if you've got first game, last game, anything. You just want to see those two yeah. fixtures. Am I going to cancel my holiday? <laughs> mm. I, I, st I still think that it's still one, probably one of the, the best derbies in the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, absolutely. You get the credit it deserves. Mm. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I mean, we're, we're, we're on each other's doorstep, for God's sake. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, right. it's, it's better, and I don't care what anybody says, it's better, not only Blues Villa, but they get carried away with the North London derby. Oh yeah, oh. the West, the West London. The prawn derby. sandwiches. The yes, Manchester right. derby. Yeah. Oh get yeah. Carried away. The atmosphere is the glory of the derby. Yeah. Villa's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Villa West Brom's good. Villa West Brom's a great atmosphere for a for a generation. That was the big derby. Yeah, yeah. None of us were in the same division as them. Mm -hmm. Albion Wolves. But Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday is tasty, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, the great yeah. derbies in the north, 
that no. don't get a mention. No, no, mm. no, no, no. But they all sit next the to each other. <laughs> for me, the most ridiculous derby that they were even trying to call a derby was Brighton against Crystal Palace. Oh, don't get... Oh, of course, the yes. Battle of the, um, the Battle of the A23. A23, yeah. And <laughs> miles so. away. Miles yeah. away from each other, yeah. Madness. Uh, anyway, next... Coventry. Coventry's big derby. Well, it isn't really a derby, but that, that Leic- had a big animosity with Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And they called that the Battle of the M69. Because one of the details of the M69. Tom, Lisa, Lisa Fields asking, Tom, what's the best game you have ever commentated on from Ryan, aged eight? Oh, Ryan, what a man. Ryan, keep right on, Ryan. Right. Um, <laughs> if you could go back, if you could me, go back, really been in that third country commentating on this game, what would it be? I have to say, the Carly Cup final was very, very special to me. Oh, got to be. Yeah. The playoff final was was absolutely special. Yeah. The derby, the dar- first derby game back in the Premier League. Yeah. Was going to was special. Oh God, yeah. But I'm. You know, and, and those are the ones that got, you know, and I, I, listen, I know this is a Blues programme, but West Brom, in their promotion year, had to go to Bradford. Had to what? Sorry, Tom. Had to go, go to Bradford, Bradford, and they won 1-0 with a penalty from Eagle yep. Baddis. And all of a sudden, like they're very like Blues. When they, when they scored, fans came from everywhere, from the tunnel, from the director's box, Albion. And I think <laughs> I love doing those sort of games. Yeah. But for me, the three I've mentioned would be the ones that stick out for Can me. Can I mention another one, Tom, please? One. West Ham at home. In the oh, semi-final. Yeah. The, final. the semi-final. The sound yeah, I mean, of bubbles yeah. are popping all over the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Great commentary. <laughs> oh, yes. mate. It's just yeah. so iconic. It's beautiful. I've got goosebumps on goosebumps thinking of that one. Well, Brilliant. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. the Carling Cup next year, as you know. Oh, right. So on the anniversary of the day, at exactly the programme time, I'm, I'm running the whole programme oh, from two o'clock. Say it was a three o'clock. What time did you kick off the car? I can't remember. It was a three o'clock kickoff, wasn't it? Three o'clock, wasn't it? No, 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 five o'clock. Oh, it was five o'clock. So yeah, I'm going four. four o'clock. I'll four, 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 yeah, it's a late one. Four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start four, the yes. at two with all the yeah. build-up and just let it run into the commentary and the phone-in afterwards. Oh, you know, the, the pre yeah. the pre match thing when I have a, a man out in the in the, with the fans, Adam Bridge, who who now talks sport with me, he, he he was at my reporter with the fans, and there were some amazing stories of yeah. of, of a he went to one guy and he said, uh, "Who are you?" and he said, uh, "Tom, let's go to Adam. Adam, who are you with? I'm with uh, John. John, um, who, who have you come with today? So I come with my mate. He said." And Adam said, well, something like, well, has he gone for the pies? <laughs> and this guy picked up an urn. His mate had died. And he said, I promised him I was bringing him to the cup final when we got there. Oh, yeah. oh, oh wow. And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that, oh, that, that, I've got to tell you, that brought a lump to my throat. Oh, my yeah. God. That brought a lump to my throat. And then there was no, a proper yeah. Yeah. He went, I went back to him and he said, he was with, he what said, I'm with a young man, um, Jordan, Jordan, um, this, what do you think we at Wembley this kid said oh it's smashing and Adam said do you play and he went oh yeah I play football he said you'd love to play on this pitch wouldn't you and the young kid said I did last week for the English schools <laughs> superb <laughs> just, 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 wow. just the whole day was like that and the commentary yeah. 
the commentary when Obafemi Martin scored, you can hear John McCarthy giggling. I don't know why he's yeah. giggling, but he's giggling. <laughs> yeah. I think it's his nerves. I looked, <laughs> at Colin Tatton, I looked at the ref, I looked at the lines, and I said, go on, this is Birmingham, you've got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. What amazing memories. Fantastic. Amazing memories. Tom, yeah. can I ask you a question? Yeah, I just remember what? the numbness when we scored. Sorry, I, I went numb. I, did. I, went, I went numb when we scored, when Martin scored. I just went numb. Oh, yeah. Don't work on the radio, though. No, no. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Yeah, well, first, first off, Tom, my greatest moment was when Oberfemi Martin scored. And obviously, once we'd realised we'd just won that major trophy that I'd craved for all my life. I looked to my left and my three sons yeah. were stood next to me. You know what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful moment that was. Like to, to be able to go yeah. with your three boys, you know. I know my daughter's not she's not into football, but like, you know, them lads that stood there and I said, look, just take this in because it will probably never, ever, ever happen again. And I stood there and yeah. the tears just rolling it down my face. What did it for me was two things. One, I'd been at the 1963 one. Saw Blues beat uh, Villa 3-1, home and away. I was only two. Well, I was I was a kid from school. <laughs> we were my mate, Cornelius Walsh, Connie Walsh, and Blues fans who watched it. Um, but it wasn't a major... I know I know they say it is. It wasn't a major competition. The big teams weren't it. There was no European qualification. The final wasn't at Wembley. So it was great to win, but it wasn't a major competition. The other thing that gets to me when I enjoy nah. the Carly Cup so much was we were robbed in the Worthington Cup final. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that yeah. made it sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Maybe it's a yeah. ten year thing. Maybe it's a ten year thing. Because in two thousand and one we got to the final. Two thousand and eleven we won it. So this time next year, as Dalby yeah. said, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Hipkiss. Mr. Hipkiss. <laughs> that that section will be recorded. <laughs> well, I've already done, I already did a Mystic Meg last week, so did, why not yeah. do another one this week? You did, yeah, of course, yeah. You predicted uh, Cranker right. coming, didn't you? It's Lee Cup or Lee Cup or FA Cup. Sorry, Tom. Any Lee Cup or FA Cup. Ah, oh, Tom, we we take uh, we take anything. Uh, I'm going to say take. I'm going to say FA Cup. Yeah, Ooh. I'd go for FA Cup. We won the League Cup. That's the greatest, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> greatest day in my life. That'll be. I'm not saying we'll win it, but we might get to the final. That'll do me. That'll do me as well. Yeah. No, Just it won't do me. If we're in a final, mate, we've got to win it. We've oh, got to win it. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to take that silverware over. Mark, and then the we want to shout out amazing. across the A38. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Imagine. We've only got to get to a semi-final, though, and we're at Wembley, haven't we? Which I disagree exactly. with, but that's the way it is. I, don't yeah. I do as well. Can, I, agree. I, can I just say, though, how, how gutted would you be if we got to a final and we weren't allowed in? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh. Yeah. I mean, look, no, we'd probably I mean, go. We'd probably go. We'd probably But you know what? To have an I FA... I would be the oldest war boy behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there'd be five yeah. old boys. <laughs> yeah. oh, God, yeah. in, I work in pubs, as you know, right? And we were talking the other day about, about the FA Cup final. And when we was kids, right, the FA Cup final used to go on for about three weeks before... Yeah. And after, yeah? Yeah. We'd yeah. have all the builds up, we'd have the camera crews going into schools, we'd have yeah. this and, and now like the old the old chap on, on that on that bit of bloody scaffolding with his white coat on trying to yeah. raise the fans. 
And it was like a proper, proper British occasion. You know, it was real and it was in your face and you knew about it, right? And that day, 10 o'clock, as soon as Tiswas had finished, <laughs> boom, that FA Cup final was on all day long. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then to see yeah. whichever team it was, right? Go around their towns and their cities in that open top bus with that trophy, that iconic trophy in their hands. Now, oh, we'll put it on at four or five. Oh, oh, oh. R5, it would do. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh. I, love the, I love the build up. The, cup, the FA Cup uh, question of sport, the players yeah. visiting the hospital. I loved all that. Loved yeah, it. it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Meet, meet the players. Why do, you think, Tom, why do you think they've watered it yeah. down so much? No, I'll tell you what's done it money. Money, really? If, there was, if, there was, if you got Champions League qualification for winning the FA Cup and you got 50 million for winning it, they'd take a lot more interest in it. Yeah, and I think that's the way it should be. They've, they've, they've demeaned the greatest domestic cup competition on the planet. On the they've planet and in the universe. When I was a kid, yeah. when I was a kid, nobody ever said, oh, I want to play for England. I want to play for Scotland. I want to win the Champion European Cup. What people said was, I want to leave my team out at Wembley in the FA Cup. Oh, man, mm. man. Oh, dear. Did you watch the cup final Saturday? I did, actually. Never a yeah, second in a million years. I don't, no, 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 I, no, red card was ridiculous. Cheating. The player who rolled around holding his leg like he'd been hit by a sniper should have been sent off. Yeah. I hate that side of it. If I'm honest, I love football with a passion. I hate the. This is what drives me nuts. They all wear t shirts warming up respect. They all shake each other's hand. And then they spend 90 minutes cheating each other. Yeah, diving, cheating. I hate it. Yeah, I hate me it. too. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, next, oh, sorry, can I just say I've been watching? I don't know whether you watch it. I've been watching um, the is it what do they call it? Football, uh, football match with the uh, revisited. Revisited, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, yeah. there wasn't there wasn't the technical ability that we see the step overs and the drag backs and the tricks. No. But let me tell you, it was more exciting. It was in the penalty area. Great save. Hit the post. Tackles. It was more exciting than this dribble of centre halves passing to each other that we get today. It yeah, was more Definitely. exciting. Paul, we're just going to go and come on to the next question from one of our viewers. Um, so David Sherlock's asking Tom, any thoughts on a second book? He really enjoyed the games gone. Um. Well, uh, uh, to be fair, I've been asked to do a series of books. On not just on football, but on individuals in football and their story, or in boxing on their story. So I'm looking at that. But they've asked me to update the games gone because there's been a lot happened since since mm. um, Pano and his lot went. Yeah, just you know. Mm. So <laughs> I, I, I've got. I, I tell you what, though, sometimes you sit back and think he weren't that bad. <laughs> you know, when yeah. you think you look at what's happening today. Mm. You know, but nevertheless, um, I just feel that. It's about time as well with me. I've got to be in the mood. I've been doing it today during lockdown. I've been getting stuff down. So we'll see where it goes. But I've got, I've got, I've been talking to a few people. I've got this idea, um, a kernel of an idea for a football soap, um, a, t a TV program, a football soap that I've been talking to some uh, famous actors, one of them who's been in uh, Peaky Blinders. Um, and he likes the idea a bit, and he's a blues fan, so we're looking at that. So, I've got things that I'm working on, yeah. Tom, you ready? Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> Sorry, you should be only one to this peaky blunders. Yeah, <laughs> <thing is that. laughs> I'll tell you what, Liam Richwell could have um, could have uh, stood him for a peaky blinder last week, couldn't he? We oh yeah, with his with that, with yeah. That his was superb, wasn't he? Yeah, it looked superb. Who was that? Liam Richwell. Richwell, yeah. Yeah, Richard, yeah. He looked he looked like the Pringles logo. <laughs> he did, yeah. He's a great lad, by the way, Rich. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah. But you know what? And, Tom... and a good player, by the way. He won the most valuable player of the season in America. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's quite an honour, really. Yeah. We decided, Tom, to do to do this right. We had a little chat after lockdown, and, and like we, we we said that we were going to keep in touch with our. They're not their supporters. They're family. Yeah, they're family. They're all family. All of them. Right, and we, we decided that we were going to do this. And Craig Courtney, I've got to I've got to give him so much credit for the amount of stars and guests that he's pulled in. What an absolute star and a legend that young lad is! Bless him. Yeah. Thank you so much, Craig yeah. Courtney. And well you know done, what, Craig? Yeah, brilliant. And we've you know what? We've we've had Savage, we've had Ridgewell, we've had Carsley, we've had John, we've had like a, a multitude of of ex Birmingham players and top names. And then, and then I'm not I'm mm. not. I'm not. I'm not doing any bull crap here or nothing, Tom. But to have you on on the last show of our season is stunning, brilliant. You know what I was going to say? Just come on, was who turned you down? <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> Who's turned him down? <laughs> who turned us down? <laughs> no, even the horse turned up. Listen, <laughs> I've got number twelve on me back, mate. <laughs> number twenty-two. No, Tom. You, you, number twelve. You... So get the sum on. Uh, anyway, I love it. Right, I love Tom, it. my question to you then, Tom. Yes. Is what was the first ever Birmingham City game that you commented on? Where was it at? And how did you feel about like you've got to be? And, and I've spoken to you personally about this before. Mm. And I know how consummately professional you are. Like you'll commentate unobjectively on a Villa game or a West Brom game. But your very first Birmingham City game, how, how, how was it for you? Well, I did. I was. We only did in in early days before Capital took us over, we only did certain games commentary, which George always did, and I'd probably be the pundit. So I was always bitty. But the first game I did actual live commentary on was funny enough, the Leyland Daff final. And I did oh, it from the right, bench. Right. I did really? it from the bench. Really? I was sitting next to Robert Hopkins on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> down on the official list as a trainer, as a physio. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, allowed, that could... by the way, we just broke the rules. That was Lou McCarty. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I read something about that. Tom, oi, Tom, have you still got that um, that tracksuit, that dodgy West Midlands travel tracksuit? Funny enough, I, I have in the in the loft. It's put in one of them air airtight bags, you know, the, yeah, so the blue, yellow, and the... blue, yellow, and white. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had to wear that, and I got the headphones in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> What did yeah. the Tramir What did the Tramir bench think, Tom? Of the one of the physios commentating on the game? <laughs> yeah. When you're far, you're further away in, at Wembley. But I sat next to Wappy, yeah. who was moaning all the time because he hadn't gone on. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, bet he was. Bit of a, but I did. You that. know what? For him, for him as a player, you know, when the service he gave us, that was oh. that was a real shame, to be honest with you. Because when he came on at the end, and we were all singing "I, I, up, up, up," you know what? His five minutes, you know. Yeah, yeah, Shane. That was that was that was a tough yeah. one to take. That was. Yeah, as, as Tom says, right. he knew he knew he knew it was his last chance, really. Yeah. But I I, I remember going to Rochdale. Terry Cooper was the manager, and I got to the. I used to travel with the team then, and I got off the bus, and there was no press ticket for me. 
In them days, it didn't matter. So Terry Cooper said, come and sit on the bench, do your reporting from the bench. This is a game. So I'm sitting next to the manager reporting on the game. Mm. If you remember, Mark Cooper got sent off. Got sent off in the game. Yeah. And I'm, on, I'm doing a live report and I can hear Terry Cooper going, don't forget to tell him what a prat he is. Do you remember, Tom, the, um, that infamous um, Stoke City game at St Andrews with yeah. uh, Mr Wiseman and one thing or that? Um, they all emptied wrote, the ground wrote, and on. We played out I of the wrote, game. I wrote to Terry after that because I was, I was actually stood in the car with a Stoke fan, right? Who, who came from my because I, li- I live up this way anyway, right? And and I took him to St Andrews, and you know what? Not only was I embarrassed, obviously, right? But the second it kicked off, I said to him, I said, we're out of here, right? And we went out. I'd actually got back home. I'd driven 60 miles before that game had finished. And I wrote to Terry on, oh, sorry I was about all the events and one thing and another. And he, and he wrote, and I've still got it, he wrote such a lovely letter back, what a charming man, what a lovely man. He wrote me such a lovely letter back, and it, he took the time, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. He's a lovely man. I spoke to him, I speak to him regular. Mm. Did you? I spoke to him. It was his birthday, 75th birthday, a couple of weeks ago. And I rang yeah. him because he's in Tenerife. And he's, you know, he's had cancer, which he's been battling with. I didn't treatment. know, to be fair, no. And no then he, but he fell, off, he, he fell off a ladder and broke his hip. And so he's, he's had it tough. He's, he's still in great form. He was chatting about Jack Tarleton and Blues. And it's amazing, you know, whatever managers... I speak to, no matter where they've gone, they always talk about our club. Yeah. And he, still, he loved it here. If you speak to him to again, if you speak to him again, Tom, send him our regards and tell him how much he was absolutely loved while he was with it. He still is for coming oh, out okay, yeah, yeah, If he yeah. wants to come on, if he wants to come on next season and have a Zoom session, you know, help himself because he'd be so welcome. What's his, what's, his, what's his son doing now? Is his son still? He's manager of... Forest Green, isn't he, or something? Forest Green, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so mm. he, he lives in... I think he moved out of Solihull, Mark. Mm. But um, Terry's not, Terry won't be over for a bit, but when he does come over, I mean, he's we, we'll catch up. It's just such, him and Rose are just absolute lovely, proper down-to-earth Yorkshire people. Mm. Nice, mm. nice play, really nice. Do you know what? We played a game, there's a little village here called Roaster, where Mark Sale came from. Yes. Mark Sale was playing for Roaster at the time and Terry Cooper signed him, yeah? Signing. And I went, I went to that game at Roaster, right? And Terry Cooper was at the bar and I bought him a pint. Do you know what? He never bought me one back! <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows you. you. Mark Sale, I still... Mark Sale, he, he's always... He, he was always part of Gary Rhodes' back country. I yeah. think Mark, uh, he was quite funny because he was a striker... He was a striker at our club and I think the goalkeeper kept him full scored more than him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I him up about it. He, he quite often comes to the local pubs around here. And, he's a great man. <laughs> he was my hearts player on the team bus. He was my hearts player. Um, great lad, Mark Sale. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice bloke. Yeah, he's all right. He's, uh, the, he's pigging tall. Crying out loud. I have to, I have to break massive, it. Talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tom, mate, what's you, the funniest, Tom, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen from a Blues player as a prank or... You know, story you can tell us that anything that sticks to mind like that will be with you forever. That's hilarious. Without well, getting in trouble. There is a savage one I can't tell you, but that, <laughs> I'll tell you privately one day. Um, it was that was really funny. But as funny as that, a player. I think I think the funniest is 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 the manager really. Yeah. It was Barry Fry when um, I I do these question and answers with him. 
and he goes, he talks about the um, the Ancona debacle oh. in great. Oh, yeah. He talks, a, yeah. he talks about that, and Jono, and he was, and he came on, and he pinched Tatey, and so Daisy got, and Daisy led the charge and went down there, and Daisy smashed him, and he was out, he was come out on a stretcher. Yeah, after the game, when I interviewed him, I said, "What did you make of all that?" He went, "I didn't see anything officially," and yet he talks about it. He saw everything, and every time I see him, I remind <laughs> him, "You saw nothing, and yet you saw everything." And now they're trying to get. Um, Jono, Jono, David Howells, back, you know, they're trying to get them back to face the courts long after they did. Um, and Barry, and neither of them would go. And I think, I think Michael Johnson still refuses to go to Italy. In case he <laughs> oh, yes, we did. We, we asked him that. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. thought about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, we had this, this question a couple of times tonight. Um, this one's from Graham Haynes, and he says, Does Tom miss doing the phone ins? That's the bit I miss most of all, if I'm honest. I love yeah. the phone-ins. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love doing the phone-ins. I'll tell you what I, what I think lo- radio, local radio doesn't do, independent local radio doesn't do, is that engagement with people. Yeah. Because no. you have to share the highs, the lows, your emotions, you share their tears, you, you share their joy. You sh- that's what it's about. And sadly, that's lacking. That's like, yeah. Oh, you know, and, and really used to enjoy getting in the car after the game and switching on the yeah. radio. Oh, that was they were great days. They were, yeah, oh, listen, we had we had some great, we had some very funny callers as well. Yeah. Lee the baggy yeah. was funny. Lee the baggy <laughs> was hilarious. Ashok the Villa fan was hilarious. He always took the pee out of blues, but he yeah. was very very funny. You know, we had some great callers. I had a there's a guy who used to ring up Tony Butler. Then he rang me all the time called Acker. Villa fan. Right. Oh, I remember him, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he quit, sold his business, went to live in Spain. And he sent me a photo, he sent me a big envelope with photographs in. And the first photograph said, Tom, show this to the Villa fans up the villa. And the second photograph, he was mooning and said, show this to the Blues fans. <laughs> <laughs> I love that banter. I love that banter. Yeah. Oh, I great, love the banter. Great I think dates. anything, anybody that Goes over the line, wants to punch people on a pitch. I have no time for it. Here's my little story. Here's my story for the end of the season. Right, I was watching um, Sky Sports. You know when they do all the scores on that coming in with um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Jeff Sterling. Jeff Sterling. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and I was in the pub. Obviously, the pubs up here are full of Derby fans. Yeah, and Derby were playing us, and we were losing three-one. Uh, and then at the end of the Premier League one. When you know that dubious goal against Sheffield Wednesday managed to keep a football team in the Premier League with all the technology that we've got, by the way, all the technology in the world, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I walked around the corner, and there was uh, he's a great friend of mine, he's a lovely man. We call him Cabbage, believe it or not. His name was Cabbage before the Cabbage incident, he's a Villa fan, yeah. <laughs> and um, we stood there, and he goes, You it called me all sorts like you blue nose. Da, 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 da. He says, Let me get you a beer. So, and we stood there like, oh, for about three hours just chatting and having the banter. And he goes, You know what? I really like you because you talk real. I said, I'm like, I talk a game of football, I talk, I talk about the fans, I talk about the pies, I talk about anything, I talk about Mark's robe a lot. You know what? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was oi, lovely. Right about was this. It was lovely to stand next to a Villa fan and they just had their moment of glory. And, you know, um, 
and shake his hand, yeah? And then there's another one in town. I meet him every single Remembrance Day outside Domino's Pizza. He come around the corner, I'll already be standing there. I shake his hand, he shakes my hand, right? And then at the end of that service, I shake his hand, he shakes my hand, and we call each other everything under the sun after that. Brilliant. <laughs> I love the banter. Banter's great. Yeah. I, had, I, I remember Guy ringing me up after Blues had beaten Villa in that first game since back in the Premier League. And he said, Tommy said, my neighbour, big Villa fan, he said, I got every time they were, he's always out giving me grief. He said, tonight I walked past his house a hundred times in my blue stuff and he won't come out. He said, you know, <laughs> he walked up and down the road just willing to come out. I love that banter. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love everything that goes with that. But don't get me wrong, Tom. I hate their football club with a passion, right? That's but it's not, it's, not, it's not hate with a brick in my hand. Yes. Yeah. You get me? Absolutely spot on. It's, ha- it's not hate the brick of the it's, it's like hate destroying them, destroying them when they're like down. You can, be, you can be passionate. You can be passionate about your country without hating yeah. other countries. You can be passionate about your football club without without hating others. That's of course you can. Um, how I look at it is, I've got Villa fans on my social networks, and like you know, when they're going for a hard time, I rip the absolute mm. rockets out of them, and they do the same <laughs> back to me. You know what? And if well, we can if, make a joke of it and make each other laugh, then ain't that much better than you know well, putting a fist in somebody's face? I just don't talk to him. If you have, if if I had, if if one of my children was desperately ill and needed an operation, yeah, and the surgeon said I'm a Villa fan, am I going to say no? no I, I said this about racism last week. Oh. I, I don't want you doing it. Start off. I, I did. I did. Um, I had to have a, an operation. Oh, many many years ago, twenty odd years ago, at. Um, at the, the Solihull uh, Pupil Hospital, um, Spire. Yeah. And I went into the theatre. I was awake while they were doing it. And on one side of me, I've got a, a nurse who's filler, and one side of blues. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's popping a hole in the leg. And, and, and he's laughing because he's a Chelsea fan. And these two are at each other's throat. And I'm, try- I'm getting the up, and I'm trying to keep these two apart. <laughs> that's how that's how football gets you, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, I've got that that's also that's also how it should be, right? You know, the, the, some of the things that we've seen at St Andrews over the years with the uh, the, the, the the Villa game when we knocked them out at the quarterfinals or something. I go, no, yeah. come on, we're better than this. We've got it's two thousand and twenty. Come on, stop it. Well, Nick, my missus said to me, when this pandemic's all over in the future, we'll have to get away and stay in a nice villa. And I oh. said, there's absolutely no way. Would, could you stay in something called that? Actually, <laughs> one of the, I've been no. to 32, 32 different countries around the world. And one of the places that I haven't been to is Portugal because of that reason. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a mate in Spain, big blues fan, who you see all these, they call them Villa Tiberio, Villa this. He's called his place Villa Nil. I've seen the I've seen the SOT SOT long ago. It was yeah. I can't I can't really say it because there's children listening one thing or other. But like I'll do it. I'll do it off there. Anyway, we're we're just about sixteen or seventeen minutes to go of the whole two thousand You've got something very 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 special for us, haven't you, mate? Well, it'll it'll provo- provoke argument, and by the time I get downstairs from my office after finishing, I'll have changed it twenty five times. But 
as I sat thinking about it, I've gone in goal, Gil Merrick. Yeah. Who was phenomenal. Definitely. I've gone a centre-half pairing of Cunningham and Trevor Smith. Right back, Gary Rowett. Mm. Left back, Gary Pendry. Yeah. Midfield, I mean, I've got Beard, I've got Page, I've got so many to choose from, but I've gone three in midfield. Campbell, Alan Campbell. Right. In my opinion, never got the credit yeah, for yeah. being the provider for Francis Latchard and Hatton. Yeah. He was immense for me. You need somebody to cause mayhem, so I've gone for Sav. And I've got, in the number 10 role, Dugarry. Wow, well, you can't not, can you? Sorry, um, who was causing mayhem, Tom, did you I say? I don't have to, I don't, Savage. Savage, yeah. yeah. Okay, I yeah. don't have to tell you the front three, do I? No. Is, it, is, it, is it Holy Trinity? Francis Latchford happened the front three. Holy Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't be anything else, could it? No, no not for me. No, yeah, all right. I know right. that Kevin Francis. A lot of younger pe people who, who, who differ from that, but like if they actually go back and look at the old videos of these three together, man, they were just a tank. They oh, were God, awesome. Yeah. They were. Yeah, yeah. Right back, we had. I could have gone Stephen Carr. Listen, yeah. Ray Martin played over. What a great player! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have gone <laughs> left back. Yeah. I could have gone Dennis. Davey Langham. Davey Langham. Ranger, yeah. Lang Langy, right back. Langy was a great right back. Right back, yeah, yeah. I yeah, could have gone, yeah. you know, I've, I've, what I've tried to do is make sure it's got a balance. Mm -hmm. Balance yeah. of what you can do. You could have gone centre-half. I could have gone Joe Gallagher. Joe was brilliant for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Dan was brilliant for us. Cunningham, yeah. I love watching Cunningham. Matthew yeah, great Upson. Yeah. Upson. Yeah. Upson. Maybe the best thing to do is a team for the 90s, a team for the 80s, team for yeah. the 70s. That, yeah. that's, that's a great team, though, Tom. The great um, team. Oh, and who's your, who's, great your, team. who's your captain, Tom? Who, who would be captain in that team? In that team, Trevor Smith. Yeah. yeah Trevor, and, and where Trevor do you think Smith or Gary Pendrew. Yeah. And where do you, where do you think that would finish in today's game, that team? Oh. Well, we, I think we'd only finish second because most of them are over 70, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. I missed who you had in goal. Gil Merrick. Gil Merrick in goal. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Exactly. Who else? Mm. I, I did. I have to be honest. I was a massive fan of Ben Foster. Yeah. Good oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I love Foster. I loved Hart, um, Joe, Joe Hart. Mike Taylor. So, so many good keepers we've had. Johnny oh, Schofield yeah. was a great keeper. Johnny Schofield. Gary's break. I mean, Gary Bridges on the wing. <laughs> I mean, where do I stop with great players? But that's mm. that. I think that today would win the championship. Yeah. By by certainly by February. Yeah. Then we yeah. Concentrate on the Carling Cup and the FA Cup. Definitely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Also, team. you've got something else very special for us, Tom. You've uh, you've gifted us something which we're going to use next season on the Tilton Talk, Talk Show 202021. 20, <coughs> Excuse me, and um, wow, what a piece of memorabilia this is. Off you go. It's um, those of you that were at the playoff final will remember all the photographs with the EFL and nationwide flag, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Yep. That the players held up. Well, I've got that signed by all the players. Oh my God. This is like, this is like, what? 
Why have I got a million quid? <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, that's gone. But that's you good. talk yeah. amongst yourselves. I'm just going to make sure that's absolutely correct. I'm going to get it handy draw. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. So, um, Superb. Yeah, and we'll do something with that next season, Tom, and we'll know yeah. that we'll keep you informed, just, obviously. Just, I've just, now got it out. Oh, crikey. And it is... Yeah, sorry. Is what? I've now... <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> say that I've now got it out. I know. Uh, no, no. There'll be no video. Nationwide, playoff winners, and it's signed by every single player. Really? Oh. I'm on my way over. I'm going to burgle you tonight. End of. That's it, mate. I'm running. Yeah, yeah great. I'll That's... hold you to hostage anything you want. That's <laughs> fantastic. You know, and we can, <coughs> if you can raffle or auction it, and, and half the money goes to charity and half goes to tilt and talk to help it do what the great service that you do. How nice is that? What yeah, a that's gesture. brilliant. Amazing gesture. What a yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Well, that will be. The neighbours yeah. will be glad to see me take it down from outside. <laughs> 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 I'm in a big villa area. Oh, dear. Never mind. Who is? He's in a big, a big villa area. Uh, Tom's What's Tommy's? Yeah, Tommy's. Yeah, yeah. Sutton, yeah. Yeah. Must be a posh, must be a posh area. Sutton, yeah. I'm a missionary. <laughs> Loud and proud. Loud and proud. Just to um, just tell people, we, we, we hope to have a little charity night as well, maybe just half hour. Brilliant. Hour, hour, hour show uh, during during the um, off-season. Because uh, we, we have got a few things that have been given to us, including that fantastic Liam Daish uh uh, I know. Shirt, which was his. Oh my the, god! How am I, I going to get over this? <laughs> the one he wore in his last game, I think it was against Huddersfield. Am I right, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Paul. When we, when we got home, yeah. Paul. Paul. Sorry, even I can remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Nick. Yeah, yeah. So we've got that. We've got another shirt as well, which is signed by the the whole squad uh, from this season. Uh, which uh, and again, that's a fantastic prize. Mm. Sorry. I've got right. the two-side well, footballs, which I don't know. Two-side footballs, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's good. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, we, we should have, um, uh, we hope to do that during the during the uh, off-season and uh, have a charity night, which would be fantastic. Raise a few mm. quid. Normally, right, we're off for the whole of the close season, normally, yeah, gonna, right? You know short. what, we're having a three-week sabbatical now. And then we're going to be back. And I am okay. so, so okay, proud of every member of this team and everybody that has come on these shows, right, for helping us out, for keeping people connected, right? And I think that was so mm. vitally important and all their vulnerable friends. And I just can't wait to see them all again. And Brenda Brown said earlier she's missing everybody so much and she can't wait till we're all back together in some kind of normality, mm. whatever that is, right? And And... Just just remember, you know what, with Birmingham City, we are a family, one family. There is no prejudice. There is no racism. There is no isms. There's nothing, right? Because we are what we are. Well said. Exactly, yeah. well said. It's been a pleasure to be part of it as well. This series has been Oh, fantastic. mate, Paul, I tell yeah. you what, what a... You know, I'm 59 on Christmas Day. I've never mentioned that my birthday's on really? Christmas Day. Really? Here we go again. 59 <laughs> on Christmas Day. Okay. And you know, you share that birthday. Ten years of my life. This has just been the biggest privilege, right? And I've worked in clubs, nightclubs, and this happened over in my younger days or what have you. Strip but clubs. this has just been like, this is it. This is my vocation. This is what I want to do. This is, and I, I dedicate anything to doing what we do here because we do so much for other people, 
right? Yeah. And it's yeah. not about me. It's not about this face because this face is dog ugly, believe me. And it's not about you, Paul, because you're head shiny. No. And it's not about you, Mark, because you wear a robe. And it's not about no. you, Chris, because you laugh funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not about Tom, and it's not it's, well. It is. Look, it is about us. It is. But you know what? It's about everybody that contributes to the Tilt and Talk page and the Tilt and Talk show week in, week out, month in, month out, through our joys and through our sorrows. Nick, it's a team. It's a team effort, Nick. Yeah. It just it's, yeah. it's run. It's run. It's run by the fans. It's run by the fans. The club, SAS Autos, Boyle Sports. You can just keep reeling them up, can't you? Yeah. And you know what? We 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 couldn't do it, Chris, without everybody else that's involved. No, no. Right, Adam Wilkes, the, the contributions he puts in, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? Wow, I tell you what, it's it's just the best thing for me. That personally, the best thing that's ever ever happened to me to be able to be in a position where I can talk to people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's such a good cross section of our fan base. It really, I mean, a lot of the people you obviously haven't met, but it's such a a brilliant bunch of people. Um, It's just brilliant. And it just makes it. Mark, 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 Mark. The most touching thing is about doing this is when I'm on a way down, someone comes up, oh, you're Nick off Tilton Talk, aren't you? Yes, I am. But you know what? It's about you, not me. That's it. Mm. Uh, yeah. can, I, can I just say that during our charity night, don't forget Adam Wilkes is going to be uh, cycling. About, I think he says 3,000 miles, I think he says. Yeah. 3,000? Yeah, I think he says three. Oh, it's definitely 3,000 during the show, yeah. yeah. I can double take over that. <laughs> well, I can me. hear that. It's not me, it's somebody else, I think. Yeah, right, so, on so hang on. Right, yeah. Adam Wilkes is going to... Cycle three. No, I think it's four thousand now because I've just I've just um, made you it four thousand every five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was five thousand actually. Is that yeah, just yeah. during the show? One just during the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I could bring Tom back in a sec, Tom. Say again. Go on, Tom. Who's your favourite ever blues player? Oh, that's a great question. He's got to say TF. He's got to say TF. The best we've ever had is TF by a country mile. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. By a country mile. Um, my favourite player, I mean, depends on what you mean by favourite. The best is TF. Yeah. Yeah, TF. I can't, Got to be. When you talk about blues, TF stands out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely sensational. And I was proud. And who was your, your, your favourite in the 90s then and the 2000s? Let's do decades. Um, I think 90s. 80s, I had a, I, I loved watching, I loved watching Broads play. Absolutely yeah. brilliant, yeah. He, he I met him on the station. I loved watching him play. 60s, I, I loved watching the 70s, TF, all of them. But 60s, yeah. Barry Bridges was, and Dick Neal was special. Jimmy Bloomfield, we had a really talented player come from Arsenal. Then in the 90s, 2000s, I did enjoy, I must admit, I, I, loved, I loved it when Sav was in the team, when Robbie Savage was in the team. Yeah. We yeah. Was sparkle. We'd sparkle. We'd sparkle when he was in the And you know what we were then? A team. If that, yeah. I, I know that sounds pretty obvious, but we were a proper team. Yeah, yeah. it was a workman-like team, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was together in everything. Yeah. yeah. Like the Horsfield Devlin side. Um, yeah. That was together. In, I, I, I was fortunate when Joey Hutchinson... Um, Fell, fell on holiday and was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. We had a big testimonial going for him at St Andrews, and I, I managed that team, that yeah. good final team. 
I remember that, yeah. And let me tell you, I was in the dressing room and I often wonder, how did our team run that wonderful Liverpool team? Not only close, but we're probably better than deserve to win. How did we do yeah. that? When yeah, I was in the dressing room and I saw that big team spirit, I then knew, I knew that camaraderie, that banter between them all, that wonderful team spirit, that if you kick one of us, we all limp. You know yeah. what I mean? The shirts yeah. all together. Yeah. And, and I love that team for that. I mm. love that team. Yeah. Mm. And what about the 90s, Tom? Who was your favourite in the 90s? I'm trying to think. We had, some, we had some great, great players, didn't we? I mean, we had Granger, Hughes, Brian Hughes. Yeah. Um, Devs. Hughes was a great Devlin. Devlin. Yeah. Paul Devlin. Brian was Hughes a great was in player. that team, though, wasn't he? Brian, the, the, the 90s. The 90s was the worthy to drop, wasn't it? Yeah, 90. No, 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 2001. 2001, 2001 yeah. that, yeah. 2001, yeah. The players overlapped, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the team from 91 and 92... Terry Cooper, for example, or Lou Macari, was a lot different to the team from 99. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Do you know what I'm I saying? Mean, Daish, yeah, Liam Daish as well was great, wasn't he? In the, Daish, in was, Daish was a proper competitor. You, you, yeah. you, he would lead them. He was a leader of men, Daish. Yeah. But yeah. in the early days, we had, like, Simon Sturridge was a very good footballer. Yeah. yeah. Simon Sturridge was a good... Vince Alderson was a, a tough centre. Yeah. We had... Decent players and teams. We had good teams. And I think every yeah, time yeah, we've been yeah. successful, we've had a good team. That's some good it's difficult, it's, it's, good it's difficult to pick one in the 90s, isn't it? I mean, Louis Donover as well was great for Louis us. Donovan, oh, you've got, yeah. you got Johnny Frayne in the Louis game as well. Loved him. John Frayne was a good player, by the way. John Frayne was yeah. a brilliant player. Played a yeah. lot yeah. of games for Blues, John Frayne. Um, Jonathan Hunt. Why Jonathan Hunt? Oh, yeah. Jonathan Hunt. Yeah. Steve Claridge. Well, he, he became... He became good. We had we got off to a bad start, me and Jonathan Hunt. Did you? He signed, and I think he come from. Where did he come from? League One team or something? Uh, Peterborough, wasn't it? Something. Peterborough. Yeah, anyway. it was. Yeah. I mean, the, remember we were close to the club BRMB. We were the team that you yeah. know, place where the Blues fans listen. And I, he signed, and I said, "Look, can you spare a couple of minutes for BRMB?" And he went, "You'll have to be quick." And I said, "How quick is this? Don't bother." And he went, what? And that was it. He then did it, and we became really good friends after that. And we, funny enough, when we went, do you remember the time we went to Millwall, and I was on the team bus, and I sat next to Jonathan Hunt, and he was petrified. <laughs> was we were coming out the pubs, throwing things at the coach. Oh, yeah. I think Tom yeah. Brady had wound them up a bit. <laughs> so they were, coming out, they were coming out the pub. But he was a really talented footballer, Jonathan Hunt. He was. Mark Ward, by the way. How oh, yeah, my word. Loved him. How good was he for us? Jonathan Hunt was a craftsman in midfield. We had, yeah. we've had great players. It's hard yeah. to, pick, to pick to say he was the best because they all had different attributes. We yeah, had some that weren't so good. Fabio Kendler was one. Yeah. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had our fair share. Yeah. Ricky, I spoke to Ricky Otto recently. We need him in. Oh yeah, he's a pastor. In he's a pastor now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, Courtney, there's one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. He's doing point. a really good yeah. job, uh, Ricky, yeah. with the with the young people of Lozells. Oh, fantastic! But he's learned the error of his ways. But he was funny. Yeah. I remember being in the dressing room interviewing him after he'd been at the club two years, mm. and I said, "You know, you've taken a long time to settle in. It was two years," and he went. Rome wasn't built in a day. 
two years of a three-year yeah. contract, and he hasn't yeah. said yeah. his goal at Liverpool will stand out for me. Oh, oh, what a goal! Came on a sub. What a goal yeah. that was! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. his goal? Yeah. Do you remember his debut as well, Tom? One at each end. Yeah, Blackpool, yeah. Cambridge. Yeah, that sounds like Ricky. <laughs> so we've had great characters, great we have, players. We have. We have. Wherever you go, we've had great players, great characters. Yeah. You know, um, great supporters, great commentators. Supporters. Listen, the, the, right, and great mm -hmm. people that surround our club. They're so generous, they're so giving, they're so loving. And you know what? Sometimes football fans get a really bad name, but you know what? The guys that I deal with through here, wow, I couldn't ask for any more. Let me, just, let, let me just say, it's easy to support Man U. It's hard work being a Blues fan, but they need success. They deserve it. Yeah. No time. Wow. Well, you know what? It always gets a bit emotional when you do your last day. And uh, this is it for the 2019-2020 series. And of course, we'll be back just in three weeks' time. No big long time through the summer. Chris, could you drop that a little bit? Could you drop that a little bit? Yeah, cheers. And um, it's difficult being a Birmingham City supporter, but it's beautiful. And I love it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Not ever, never, ever. Right? And... The banter, like Tom said earlier, is absolutely superb. But, oh, my God. Look, let me just quickly look back at this season. What a guest list we've had, oh, one tricky. after the other after the other. And it's just been an amazing journey through COVID. And I know that that's taken people who I know have got friends and family that, 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 that have, have succumbed to this awful disease. And my personal thing that I want to do is when we all get back to going to the football again at three o'clock on that very first game I think the country every football grad in this country should exactly at three o'clock sing Abide With Me in memory of all those beautiful people that we've lost mm. yeah thank you Boyle yeah. Sports thank you SAS Autos thank you to our friends at Borsley Labour Club Chris Brown thank you so much for hosting this yeah. all through the yeah, you're welcome, Mr. Robe. Thank you for wearing that robe. I'm sweating now. Poor Hipkiss for your all your crazy memory moments that have gone on this season. Wow. How did she do it? How you know what? It? it just it just it just bugs us all because none of us none of us can do it. it draws me. It's like you've got this encyclopedia and you're eating an encyclopedia as the show's going on. Thanks for It's been a pleasure. Oh, mate, I can't wait to see you again soon. And ladies and gentlemen, wow, what a way to finish this series. I've got goosebumps again. There they are. Tom Ross. We have to apologise for Tom for only having his photograph on there. He wasn't imitating a statue all night. He's only got yeah. a Nokia 13. He's disappearing. I'm sure he's come on sometime during the I night, reckon but... he's been doing this all the way through the show. Oh, you, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the generosity of the book for that uh, for Caroline. I'll send, send you a message details. on Twitter a bit later. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for that. I mean, that flag. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got to have it. I've got to have it. I've got to have it. Right. Thank you, Tom. No worries. You know what? This is what a family is all about, isn't it? Coming together, helping each other out, through the good, through the bad. Hmm? Absolutely, Tom. It is a long, long road. But you know what? The joys, I believe, are going to come back. Hopefully. We've had enough sorrows, 10 years of them. That's a sixth of my lifetime. And 
a quarter of Tom's. <laughs> Thank you. Amen to Fingers that. Crossed. <laughs> Good night, everybody. But I'm going to leave Tom to See sign up. I'm going to leave Tom to sign off the whole 2019-2020 series with his final message. Tom, it's all over to you. Thank you so very much, my friend. Bless you. Cheers, pal. Be loud, be proud, keep right on. Come on. Yes! Cheers, guys. We're so happy following the blues. We love you. What more can we say? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.